Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys. grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. Hi, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And guys, welcome to our season two finale episode. Our recap, our season two recap. Lots to go through. I mean, all of season two to go through. Season two, quite a bit happened. Yeah. Well, there was a lot more episodes in it than there were in the first one, I feel like. Yeah. Also, the big, here's the big news with this. The Mr. Big News? The Mr. Big News is that um, it won the first season. It I don't think it won any, but this season it won nine Golden Globe Awards. Wow. Jeez. It How won, much of that is attributed to Steve being present in that episode? <laughs> that's that's the main thing. It won um, during the series. So I think this is like kind of when it when it really it total award wins was 55. It won 55 awards. Holy crap. For now that this... Producer Guild Awards, Satellite Awards. Wait, just season two won fifty five awards. Yeah. Wow. Really? NAACP Image Awards zero. It was nominated for two. I don't know why. What really? Was um, <laughs> Glad Media Award. That includes everything. It won seven seven Emmys. So I I didn't. What were the we, Emmys that it won? I think it, that's when it won best. Uh, okay, I'm going going there now. It's down to E. Directors Guild Awards Emmys. Okay. It won Outstanding Comedy Series for the first time. Wow. So this is when it really... I think the first one, they they were just like, if you get rid of those straight to camera, if you get rid of Rich Stein, we'll, mm. give, it, we'll give it best comedy. The question and is... It won what? Outstanding Directing. It won... That's when Sarah Jessica Parker won. And Cynthia Nixon won for Best Supporting. So yeah, that, this was like a landmark year for them. Yeah, well, I feel like in our first season... Anyone that we talked to, like Heather Barkley, the cheese shop lady, and uh, um, Allison McLean, the director we interviewed, all those people were like, yeah, we didn't realize we were doing this like right. show that was going right. to be legendary. And I feel like second season is when like people were like, you got to check this thing out. Mm-hmm. And then they just really freaking strapped it. Yeah. And we're still hearing, even in, even in the second on. season, we're hearing people say, just wait, buckle up. It's yeah. going to get better. Yeah. So, man, I can't, I can't wait. Buckle up, John. 
Buckle up. Don't wait. Buckle up now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Well, let's just talk about, let's just talk through season two. A lot of things happen. First of all, there's way more episodes in season two. Yeah. Season one is what? 12? I think there's 20, 22 episodes in season two? 18. 18. Okay. Whatever. I overshot it. And and in season one, we have 12. So we get six more episodes. Six more episodes. Which is half a season more, basically, if you're going from season one. Um, so yeah, more episodes. I mean, when we were just looking back as how we were going to do this, I feel like we were, when we were just looking back a second ago, it was like the first episode is the take me out to the ball game one. With Mr. Yankee. Yeah. Which seems like forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. And that was our most controversial episode. That what? <laughs> I'll have you know. Because Why was it our most controversial? Well, people got mad. With Yankees, Yankees versus Mets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. Elliot, because Elliot, Elliot's had some major critiques. He yeah. did. He had critiques of Samantha's puns. Um, and just the, the writing has, not being, not being natural. It was too, he said, that's not how real people talk. Mm-hmm. That's how we started it. Major pushback from a lot of our colleagues. That's what we call our listeners. Our colleagues. <laughs> our colleagues. Listeners, our colleagues. Um, but I'll have, you know, you know what, you know what I, we actually just got a review. Someone started listening to the podcast after he heard that. So I feel like, our episode with Elliot Glazer, it was controversial at first, but it's like held up with time. Yeah. 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 Someone, Alex and H said, I listened to their episode with Elliot Glazer and believe it or not, I started watching Sex in the City because of the Bradshaw wow. boys. Wow. Wow. Hey, thanks. Was and, it because of that episode? Mr. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, when they, that's, great. that's when they started. But who, what other guests have we had this season? Uh, we had uh, Alyssa Lempiris. I'll just go through the list. We had Alyssa Lempiris, comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Rebecca Melosic, Melochik, uh, yep. playwright. Yes. We had uh, Marie Marie America. What's Marie Marie's full name? Marie is a three person name, like you, oh, Kevin yeah, James yeah. Doyle. Um, uh, from the Reformed Horse. Marie from the Reformed Horse. I think that's her actual name. It's yeah. just Marie from the Reformed Horse. <laughs> uh, we had uh, Joe Weldon, uh, who wrote the Burlesque Handbook and runs the New York City Burlesque School. Marie Cecile Anderson from the Reformed Horse. Allison McLean, the director who we were talking about, who directed the, uh, she directed two episodes in yeah. season one. Um we had Katie Sieber, your beautiful and talented wife. Out in the Hamptons, wife, yeah. We out had, in the we had Hamptons. Katie. Carrie Ipema, who runs One Woman Sex in the City on oh, Broadway. Which we, we got invited, and she said we can give some tickets away. Oh, oh, sweet. So, hey, right now, if you want to go to the show with us, let us know. It, you can come to New York, you can go to the show with us, and we'll figure out a way to give yeah. away tickets. Or if you're in New York already. How about, yeah, how about this? If you get on... If you message us on Instagram or Twitter that you're going to be in New York and you'll go see the city with us, we'll put all of those people, we'll put you all into a hat and we'll do a drawing, what, like a week from now or two weeks from now or something? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Message us now. We'll do a drawing. Right now, get out your phones. Get out your phones and message us uh, or write us a letter. If you if you send us a direct message and ask us for an address, I'll give you an address to write us a letter to. <laughs> and if you actually, and I'll say this, if you write us a letter, I'll put two votes in the hat for you. Wow. Because yeah. I, I think the art of letter writing is dying and I would like for someone to keep it up. Yeah. I send what, postcards to people. What character on Sex and the City do you think writes the most handwritten letters? Charlotte Davis. Charlotte for sure. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. She's a Presbyterian. I don't know. Samantha's in PR and like a lot of PR, like. When when you're doing PR, you got to write handwritten letters. Samantha writes a lot of notes on like napkins to give to people to be like, "Here's my number, baby." Yeah, but (laughs) 
You don't think there's a lot of, uh, in her PR job, there's not a lot of like following up with people. I, Thanks for coming. Here's a handwritten a, note about this event. It's a hard question because this was 20 years ago. So if you, cause everybody wrote more letters back then. Yeah. But now if you put it in our day and age when letter writing is dying, who do you think would write the most now? Easily Charlotte. Easily be Charlotte. Like, I think it's Charlotte it's has beautiful. her own stationery. Yeah. Yeah. She took a calligraphy class when she did cotillion growing up. <laughs> I don't know. I think Charlotte. <laughs> she did I all think, those things. I think like nowadays Charlotte would be like, she'd be like more of like a millennial type and would probably. She would be, be the touching. Shoshana. Yeah, from girls. And so I don't think that that person would be writing a lot of letters. But I think, think if we're yeah. talking actual Charlotte from the show now, I think letters totally. I don't know. Who Le- would you think? You think Samantha? I don't know. I, think, I don't think. I think she's like letters are done, baby. I think like, maybe. I think Samantha slide would be, into my DMs. Yeah. I think maybe. My, I think maybe Miranda. Mm-hmm. My vagi- vagina major. <laughs> <laughs> or voicemail. I think <laughs> it could be Miranda. I don't know why I think that. Well, she does because she's a lawyer and she has she she, writes she already has and stuff. Miranda Hobbs Esquire stationery that she can just jot down and send the send the mail. I feel yeah. like she has to send paper documents, but I guess I was thinking of like personal letters. Who writes more personal letters? And yeah. I, I still think that would be Charlotte. Huh. I I do as well. Two to one. I oh yeah, I lose. <laughs> you, you lose the hypothetical. The hypothetical. Okay, so send us a thing. Uh, we'll say one week from now when you hear this episode. One by, week from uh, now. Yeah, by November November seventh. Well, we need to give people time to send the handwritten letters. Okay, two weeks from now. Here's the thing: November seventh, the day before that, you might have gone to the polls because there's a big election that day. Go vote. Go vote. We're not a political podcast, but you know what? Just go vote and then um and then you know do that and then a week later we'll do the drawing so you'll november have... 14th we're doing the drawing All november right. 14th we're doing the drawing we'll put it on we'll put it on our insta stories yeah we'll and do that. you have to be able to come to new york uh sometime in november or december to see one woman sex in the city with us perfect and uh and we'll take you backstage we'll go to the jerry orbach theater mm-hmm. it's been getting really good reviews actually we're we're very proud of carrie Ippen. awesome nice job carrie nice job carrie Woo-woo. um and uh and who else have we had uh, carrie uh, was a great episode greg uh, young jennifer cation armstrong oh greg young of the bowery boys oh yeah mm-hmm. great episode i think that was uh sandy siebers one of sandy siebers favorite was shout really? out to mom yeah she she uh was like that's that podcast that he does the history one sounds like something i'd be very much interested in so I bet she would it's a fantastic podcast there you go. uh jennifer cation armstrong who wrote Literally wrote the book on Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had her, um, Jackie Willis, our friend, our, our friend Jackie Willis, at Entertainment Tonight, Entertainment Tonight editor, um, and then Felicia, Felicia Pollock. Felicia, oh yeah, yeah, Sex in the City uh, trivia. Who else did you say? And Versha Sharma from Now This Now This News. Now this news, and also our most recent guest, uh, Elizabeth Cook, country, yes. mu- country yeah. music singer and a uh, hater of Steve. <laughs> yeah, she really, we put up, I put I'm up not a, sure if I want to have her back oh, after that. She put a thing on our Twitter. Well, John, talk about why you don't want to have How her can back. you just, I was just on Reddit trying to like look at some season two, two stuff. And if you guys go on the Sex and the City Reddit right now, literally the first post, top post this week is about how great Steve is. What's yeah, there, well, what have we seen that we, like, there's this no is reason what, to hate Steve. This is what he's I, got basketball shorts and he's got, he's a dangler. He's a dangler. He, you know, that's no reason well, to hate a man. What I find interesting about why she doesn't like him is she seems like someone who knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. And so instead of being like, if Elizabeth Cook was going to date Steve, mm-hmm. even though she'd be like, 
her friends would be like, he's great. Like, he's nice. He has, he has a bar and all this stuff. She'd be like, I know what I'm attracted to. I'm not. So she's not lured into spending a year with him, even though she's not attracted. She's like, check him off the list now. Yeah. So I think in the John Sieber school of things of being like, listen, just be truthful. You got to respect her. I do. But I also think that after our discussion uh, that she was slightly changing her course a little bit. Well, she was kind of coming around a little bit to well, Steve. So on our Twitter, um, we have a, uh, a dedicated fan at random Ruthiness, Ruth Rivera, how, Ruth Rivera, how I think I'm pronouncing her last name, right? Um, but, uh, she asked Elizabeth, um, who w- she would FMK. And then she asked like who her, who the dudes were that she would be into series wide. And this is what Elizabeth said on Twitter. Elizabeth said, okay, well let the hate begin. But I like the Russian artist. Then the L.A. guy because Vince Vaughn, which I guess is a spoiler, Ooh, okay. and and John Bon Jovi. Oh, she okay. said, I can't help but wonder, do I like assholes? <laughs> so yeah, I I think <clears throat> I think Kevin's right. Like she wouldn't be into Steve, but she knows what she likes. And yeah. like if she likes John Bon Jovi, like I feel like she likes these. And if Vince Vaughn's a character, I can imagine that he's kind of Vince Vaughn-y. Right, right. So she's like into those type of dudes. Okay. He's also kind of short. She doesn't. If you're not into, sh- he's on the short side, right? He um, looks short. Isn't John Bon Jovi short? I feel like he would be. Vince Vaughn's not. Oh uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn. Vince is Vaughn's very, very Vince, tall. Vince Vaughn's taller than I am. I so think he's Vince like six, Vaughn six, was, six, already, six, seven. was already a per. He was already a big actor you say a when pervert? he was on the show. He was what? already a pervert. <laughs> he was. He was already a no, pervert. He was already. He was already a big actor. He Swingers was out at this 96, point. Vince right? Vaughn's same high school as me. We're we're alums of the same high school. Lake Forest High School. Shout out. I always find it, um, <clears throat> he's a Chicago guy. Chicago? Isn't that That's movie right. The Breakup set in Chicago? I think yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good movie. I like that movie. Gary, on the kick drum. Come, come. On the kick drum. No. You guys remember, remember that, that part of that I do movie. remember. Who says that? It's, I, I um, forgot, I forgot it's his name. From, it's Michael Higginbottom from Arrested <laughs> Development. Yes. Yes. Yes, and they're practicing their, like, acapella uh, yeah. music. It's, re- it's a great scene. YouTube it. Um... Well, I think uh, we asked the other day on our Instagram and Twitter for people to suggest guests. And, mm-hmm. of course, listen, on our list of getting guests, which, by the way, we are in contact with some people that you guys will be very excited about. Well, but we're, we're not. Bar- Barbara is. Barbara Dillman Barbara is. Dillman became hired, a person so we, we since hired, our... We hired an assistant. Yes. Her name is Barbara Dillman. And if you guys thought that... That Barbara, that we weren't going to find a Barbara Dillman, and that was just a joke. It's not a joke. Barbara Dillman has been put to work. Yes. Mm-hmm. She worked hard. Has already made contact with some people. Yes. Um, She's and, a booker for our show. And yeah, we, we went on... we Any person in contact with the show, we definitely want to have. If there's anyone right now... I'll make a note to put this on Instagram now when you hear this, but... Any person that is like, what other jobs? Like if someone's not related to the show, mm-hmm. what would like a job or a person, what would you guys be interested in hearing from? Like, would it be interesting to have like someone who was like a lawyer in New York City, like Cynthia Nixon right, right. on the show? Or I believe you mean like Miranda on the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cynthia like Nixon Miranda. has her own life. She and does. Her life is working with the Working Families Party to try to put the pressure on Cuomo. Which to, she's doing today. Hey she's man, doing you today. said this is not a political podcast. I know. But see, Cynthia, she's that Venn diagram. Exactly. Anyway, whatever. That's no, what that's I mean. a good question, though. It's that like, what, what, what do you, who do you guys want to see? Do you all want to see someone who like created the Cosmopolitan? 
do you want to see uh, uh, someone who owns a bar like Steve? Like, mm-hmm. what what kind of guests other than Steve, Mister Big? You know, yeah. Because SJP. those are the those are the type of people that we will be able to we'll be able to get without barber's help. Right, 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 right. We you know. want to get someone who's really into letter writing, like Charlotte, that owns an art gallery. <laughs> yeah, do you guys want... We could get someone from an art gallery. We've already got... Um, I mean, we already basically got... Uh, when we had on, at the end of the season one, when we had on... Um, what's her name from Time Out New York? Oh, Jillian Anthony. Jillian Anthony. Who was like a real-life Carrie Bradshaw. Um, and... PR. I feel like Jackie Willis is kind of PR. Shanae, Shanae has worked in the PR, PR world yeah. as well. Yeah. Shanae um, Alexander, our season So maybe someone in the art world, and I don't know, is there like, it'd be cool to have on a, like a celebrity lawyer. Ooh, or, yeah. Is there they, any celebrity lawyer that's like, I was a lawyer for a while and then I quit and now like I'm this. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe our maybe our guests know know someone like do that. Do you guys know a celebrity lawyer that wants to do a Sex in the City <laughs> podcast? Well, we have. I mean, a couple of us have lawyer friends who are current lawyers who are like clerking for people and stuff like that. I know a girl who uh, is clerking for someone who's a a young female lawyer in New York City. But mm. you know, I don't know if she'd want to do it or not. I could ask her. But yeah, think about uh, or or a bartender or the person that started the Cosmo, things like that. Get as creative as you guys want with what guests you want us to get, and we will go about doing whatever we can. Guys, we want to challenge you to not just consume media, but to create media. <laughs> okay, if you want, if you want, I want you guys to come up with the podcast that you want to hear. Make the podcast that you want to enjoy. Okay, and, and you know what. We invite you to do that. We challenge you to do that. Mm-hmm. We really we're excited do. to hear from you. We do. I think it could be a great experience and it could, it could change the way it could change your day and <laughs> change your life. It could really change what you do. You know, the amount anytime below the podcast, it's like, if you've subscribed to this, to other ones, there's, um, there's a lot of, uh, inspirational podcasts that are part of our, like, if you like the Bradshaw boys, you'll like this. <laughs> And it's like the ones that are like, get out there and grind and like rise and grind. And like, so I don't know, there's more than other sex in the city podcasts. We're more connected to sort of like these entrepreneurial podcasts. (laughs) That's really funny. That's great. Dude, podcasts like that. I feel like get so many crazy amounts of viewers or listeners. Should we we shift our focus to uh, entrepreneurial, get up and grind and wake up and I would be into that. I'm looking (laughs) right now. Okay, yeah, Kevin, Kevin's right. Weeks. Kevin's right. Okay, I'm looking on iTunes right now, and it says, if you look at the Bradshaw, it says you might also like David Schumann Success, Success for, for Life, Life podcast, podcast. Which, mainly mainly movies. Aaron and DJ Safety FM. John, you might like that. You're into OSHA stuff. Yeah, totally. Uh, the the Dave Daba Big Show Sports Talk that doesn't suck. Actually, these are all just kind of flicks for kids. Should we reach out to all these people and see if we can do a cross pod? Yeah, and the reason we'll do a cross spot is because maybe, maybe flicks for kids is getting recommended that they'd also like our podcast. Listen, <laughs> this one is into the corner office presented by ROI. You know what ROI? The road, the road to the middle market CEO corner office is paved with mile markers that guide surprising, unpredictable, and some might even say mysterious ways. Hosted by Brant Hanley. Yeah, you know what ROI means? What return Roy. on investment? Return on investment. Oh, okay. Uh, there's another one called. 
This sounds like a uh, like um, one of the characters in like one of the male characters in Sex and the City. It does. Like it sounds totally like a storyline of of a backstory on someone that Charlotte's dating. Listen to this one, the PT Guru. In this podcast, we talk about concepts and metro. Me- metrology and measurement we focus on calibration and measurement activity what <laughs> there's another one though that is says, this based on what you guys listen to though it might be there's so, another one that says bottled in china and it says bottled in china brings you into asia's food and drink scene through conversations with the with some of the most happening personalities you'd love that, that. i, would, yeah, I actually with that i would, I would, I would i'm gonna actually check that one oh, out yeah, you I'm lived a, in hong kong i lived for in a hong while. kong for a while yeah that sounds amazing okay so i would say we would love to hear what other guests you guys want and also what other podcast do you listen to outside of the Sex in the City world? Because maybe we could get on some other yeah, podcast, cool. do some cross pod, pr- cross pod, pod-lination. Um, also, in the realm of um, food, I screenshot. I went to a website and I got all of the locations that they went to nice. in season two. Let's talk because about because Tortilla Flats they go to in season four, episode six. Mm. After Carrie sees Aiden in a bar, I don't know who Aiden is. About. No. That means nothing to me. Okay. But Tortilla Flats does. I the reason she, I know who Aiden is is Shanae said she worked for the dude who they oh, think that's right, Aiden that's is right. based on. Here's a spoiler. Do you guys want a spoiler? Yes. It's a good spoiler for that's, you guys. That's because it says that Tortilla Flats carrying Aiden um goes wants him back. So she breaks up with Aiden. Ooh. Which means but she goes on a double date with uh, with Steve and Aiden and Miranda. So that means Steve... Steve sticks around. Steve and Miranda That's are together. That's the best news I've four. had all day. That's amazing. But Tortilla Flats is closing here in New York City It's closing today. today. What a yeah. bummer. Because that so place is legendary. After we record this, we're going to go by there and see if we can... I don't know, do like a little live, weird live It'll pod or something. It'll be fun because we'll be like, hey, we're at Tortilla Flats. We heard it's on Sex and the City. And then they'll be like, yeah, Aiden's here. And we'll be like, Who, who's, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> We do a Sex and City podcast. Be like, there used to be this guy who gave tours similar to what you guys are doing now. I'm like, that was me. Oh my gosh. So we're going to Tortilla Flats. It's closing today, so I wish you guys could have experienced it. It's in the West Village. But also in season two. Maybe we can have, uh, if there, if any of our listeners have any good Tortilla Flats stories, say, I, would yeah. love, I would love some some good Tortilla Flats stories. Oh, that's a new good thing. We're If you guys email in any stories... Or any dating advice. Ooh, I like this. We mm. can do dating advice and you can direct it to any one of us. Ooh. And they'll probably not, they'll probably all go to John. They're like, I don't, I don't want to hear what, what They're like, John's been in a marriage for a while. Yeah, but um, but yeah, maybe dating advice would be, would be great because we'll read them on the air. Also, someone, I think it was, I'm probably going to get this wrong. I think it was Pino, you didn't. I don't think that's who it was. One of our, someone tweeted in a question to us that was like, which of the guys would you be? Like, which weird, which weird thing would you be if you were like a one episode guy? That was yeah. a great question. It was, it was, it was a great question. I was, I was late guy slash guy that makes his own kombucha. Yeah. And his apartment always smells. I was closeted nerd, magic gathering guy. Yep, you were. My apartment, for the record, doesn't smell because I, I just bought some new candles from H&M Home. Shout out to H&M Home, become a sponsor. Great, great candles, really good. <laughs> I made I made a candle uh, this past week. Really, it was with a bunch of it was with a bunch of uh, male friends of, ours, of mine, and we call them Mandels. You went to uh, a candle making class with guys. Uh, it wasn't. It was uh, one of our friends who makes candles came over to another friend's house, and there was just three three guys that got together and made candles. It was lovely, and I have a very good smelling candle now. What's Ready your scent? To, uh, I think that there's like a like a, like a a lot of white oak. I didn't really work too much in the scent. 
I just, uh, mm. I, my job was to melt the wax, okay, which I was very into because yeah. you put a lot of the wax chips in there and it really melts down quite do a you bit. Do you do a heat gun? What do you do? We put it in like a, a, a little pot and then put that pot in boiling water. Gotcha. Did you say white oak? Were you about to say white oak? I think so. I think that's what it was. It that smells good, really good. I bet it smells great. Yeah. I love I have like a, a good, like a, I like a candle that smells like a campfire. Mm. What about no. uh, that right there? What am I? This See? was, uh, I, I had, this, I had the same candle. It's, uh, no, not the candle. No, the thing, the, sa- what's the wood? Oh, 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 Palo Santo. Yeah, I do. I do Palo Santo. I, Palo Santo, apartment. I like it, but it's, it's a little strong. It's strong smelling. But the other thing is when you burn that stick, it's like a ton of smoke. You yeah. guys, did we just start another podcast? I think we candle just started. Talk? I think no, it was someone. I think who, it was Mandel talk. Who was our <laughs> friend that said they're starting a candle podcast? Selena, I, Selena Kopic. Oh, started really? Started a candle podcast. Awesome. Yeah. We need to be guests on it because we're experts now. Yeah. Listen, I yeah, I'd love to. She was she was the tour guide from season one, yes. episode seven. Yeah. Um, that we did. So she started a candle podcast. Interesting. All right, um, let's continue with locations. Okay. So, yeah, tortilla, so flats, tortilla flats. But that's season four. And if you have any, a good tortilla flat story, send it to us. Any good uh, locations in season two worth mentioning? S- season two, episode two, the awful truth. Okay. They go to distilled. Oh yeah. Well, it's not actually distilled. Formerly Layla. Yeah, and that's where we see our first cosmopolitan. That's and when that's now called distilled. Okay, in Tribeca. So, yeah, distilled yeah, in Tribeca. Like, we, we used, of we used yeah, to we all, go there all the time. We have pictures of the three of us together yeah. pre this podcast that, of us hanging out. That's there. the episode where where Charlotte gets the puppy and Miranda talks dirty with her lover. And and Susan Sharon is in that episode. Awesome. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll send this. We'll we'll put a picture up on our on our Instagram of the three of us at that location a couple years ago before we'd ever seen this show before we'd ever seen the show. And they have a amazing breakfast sandwich now. They've always had it. Well, yeah, but not when it's as distilled, not Layla. Good point. They have great, no, it was Layla. And they have great tater uh, tots. They get good popcorn and too. They do good popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Shout out to distilled. We should do it. We should do an episode there. So it says should, before yeah. this West Village spot became distilled, it was a Mexican restaurant called Centrico. And before that, a Moroccan restaurant, Layla. Layla is where Big, mm-hmm. her ex at the time, attends Carrie's birthday party. Distilled is in, Tribe- is in Tribeca, though. Distilled is in Tribeca. West, yeah, West, on West Broadway. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That There's actually me. pictures on our Twitter. If you guys go look, I'll retweet them. But there are pictures of, of Distilled and what it looked like in the episode oh, I put nice. those up a little while ago we'll uh, retweet them you also can go there. this website that i'm on uh cable tv.com and they have like different God, articles what a good website <laughs> but they they do for this article they do uh the classic cosmo rating Ooh! and they gave uh, tortilla flats two cosmos and distilled two cosmos out of right, how many going. you know what they give three cosmos hmm. in season Park. one episode five power of the female sex they go to balthazar Ooh, oh, okay. And they give that three. Balthazar hmm. is still awesome. Yeah, right. It's in, still open. Right in Soho, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. my last uh, my last roommate still works there. Shout out. Um, season two, episode eight, The Man, The Myth, Vi- The Viagra, mm-hmm. which, who do we have on for that? Season two, episode eight. Uh, keep talking they about it. They go to I'll Da Marino. Where's that? It's Where an Italian that? eatery where big... Calls Carrie his girlfriend for the first time. Oh. Holy shit! Is that, that the Donald? That that's kind the Donald of, Trump episode, right? That just that's shows like man. how far we've come. Yeah, dude, season two was very long. So um, this Midtown West Italian institution is currently closed for renovation. Yeah, it's open now, but it's it's like a good Midtown. Like if you're going to um, going to theater, 
I feel like it'd be good there. It's right there in Midtown. And I'm looking at the reviews now. It looks really good. How many, real it got homey. three Cosmos? Uh, it got three Cosmos. And on here it says... On here it has four four point six on that, Google. That one was just us. That was just that was just a boys episode. We oh, had no nice! Just the boys. The boys. Um, what? Uh, let's keep going. I want to hear some more. I of these hear some locations. more locations. Um, Never been to that place. So this is the most recent one. Uh, season two, episode eighteen. Yep. Which Big was and the Carrie finale. meet for dinner Ed. as friends, and Carrie learns Big got engaged to mm-hmm. Natasha. And guess where their little lunch was? Oh, uh, we know. I think Someone I told us on Twitter. Yeah. 11 Madison. Not a Num- cheap place. Number four restaurant in the world. At least it was last year. I've only I've only had drinks there. Have you guys eaten I've there never, before? I've no, never I've never been, been there. Been. Okay. It's it's amazing. It, yeah, it, I heard it's it, very is it good. Because is that the one that got the re-reviewed nope. really bad? Or is that, that was per, per se? se? That was per se. So what what are the first three best restaurants in the world if you know it's number four? Uh, there's one. Oh, what's the dude's name? In France. It, he's a no. It's a chef in. Uh, I think it's. Uh, there's a whole. Remember when they did that Netflix? You talking about Colonel Sanders? Yeah, I'm talking about Colonel Sanders. It's it's a place in Kentucky. No, it's um it's this guy. His name is like Olafson or something like that. It's it's like a Nordic restaurant and it's in this tiny town in okay. like. Uh, I'm, I'm, Where's can, number two? Let me just look them up. I don't okay, know. What's this list, though? It's uh, I think it was the Michelin list. Let oh, me okay. see. Huh. Well, can we go there and just get a drink without? Yeah, totally. Doing, we yeah. can go get, we can how, go mu- get how, how much would a cocktail be there? Like oh man, I don't remember. Bucks? Probably twenty-five bucks. bucks but. That's like the St. Regis Hotel. You go there, freaking dope place. It mm-hmm. was in Madison, Matt in Mad Men. Uh, you get an old fashioned there. Super good. It's like. $26, yeah. but it's like old school service. Yeah. Do it once a year. Treat yourself. If you yeah. go there all the time, you're going to bankrupt yourself. Well, the, in season two, episode 18, where big is, he had his engagement party at the Plaza hotel, Yep. which is right at the corner of 59th and fifth. It's also where like Truman Capote used to have parties there. Yeah. That's where, that's where, um, that's where Kevin, stays in uh home alone two in new york and uh we went there and it was like 25 dollar cocktails mm-hmm. that's not i mean but we went after cory were you there last year where to after the opera we went no to, i had to go home so we went to the see for a friend's birthday we went and saw magic flute at the opera then we went and had 25 dollar <laughs> cocktails and i was like this is becoming an expensive night but it's a lot of fun right and then someone threw down the company card and picked it up and they're like get one more round so Gosh, we got fifty dollars worth of drinks and the whole time i had a stuff like i couldn't enjoy it because i was like right you thought you'd have to pay for it yeah i will say even if i did have to pay for it we got i got a gin dirty gin martini and it's in an enormous cocktail glass. There you go. It's definitely not like they definitely give you the. It was it was basically like one of those like margarita bowls. What? what <laughs> are, speaking of cocktails, what is what does Big usually drink? He's like a Scotch guy, right? It's like Scotch and cigar guy. Yeah, I think most yeah. of the time. Because when even he when, has a when, Scotch when, at Eleven Madison Park, when they go to Eleven Madison Park, she gets a drink and oh, because he's he nervous. Gets, he gets a Scotch and a cigar. Mm-hmm. Where's the best place in New York to get a Scotch? Uh, in Scotland, <laughs> but, I mean, it, I guess with scotch, like there's gotta be some like nice, nice whiskey bars that have some good the, scotch. Oh, there is there's a really good whiskey bar in uh, Chelsea 
called. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Haven't you had the, some? It's horse? called like Scotch Bar, isn't it? No. Haven't you had some wild Scotch with some of your clients before? Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I I've had to, some bonkers, and I've had some crazy cognac. Oh, like yeah, that's insane right. cognac that I, I was like, like some stuff that would make Mr. Big proud. Yes, like <laughs> legit, uh, like a. F- it was like a four thousand dollar bottle Jeez, of cognac, crazy. and it wasn't even like have a nip of it. It was like generous pours oh my gosh but it's it was one of those things that it's like once you if you can never eat at 11 madison or never drink like i could never get a meal there or i could save up and do it but but it is crazy to imagine that becoming the norm rather than a special thing right yes right totally because those people it's like okay like let's just have lunch at 11 madison let's have like this super expensive cognac and I just wonder, I mean, obviously it gets boring because rich people, you know, kill themselves and they're sad too, but it's just, <laughs> Jeez, that's like the weirdest turn. Yeah. No, but it is like, if you imagine like being able to do whatever you want, the lottery was just this week, like you win the lottery. And South then Carolina, mega millions, man. I'm still recovering from not winning that. I know. Too. You know, it's so funny. It's I had insane. such a great life planned. You're just like, I think it's going to happen. I know. I dude, I know. I went, we went and saw a play. Uh, we went and saw a play last week, um, and for, for like your birthday and I ran out at the first intermission, ran two blocks to a bodega and bought a ticket. And then <laughs> when I went that night, I was walking to another bar and I called my mom and I was like, my parents were on a trip. She was like, yeah, dad just went to bed. We were talking about what we would have done if we would have won. And I was like, I was just thinking about what I was going to do. It's and, just- then, and we kind of, we kind of had a thing where I was like, all right, cool. We got plans for the family. My friend sitting beside us at, at the play, he was like, I'll give you 1.1% if I win. Like yeah. everybody kind of gets in there. Well, because, you're not going to win. You know what it becomes? It becomes like, like anything. It just becomes an event that brings out good conversations with not or, or bad ones. That's like, I'm going to, but it's like, it brings <laughs> I'm gonna everyone. Rich, I'm going to get rich and kill myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, most of them do. That's like most people. Or most are in jail, yeah. yeah. But I think that there's a difference between rich people and people that win the lottery. I know. You the, said, I thought you no, just meant wealthy people in general kill themselves. Well, they do. Yeah. I think everybody, so, so any, everyone does. That's I think, what I'm I think, saying. I think, my whole point, my whole point, even though it was came out of nowhere, it's like hard left. But <laughs> my whole point was that it'd be interesting to, Kevin. to try good cognac, to try 11 Madison, to do these things. Mm-hmm. And then to realize like if that became your norm, it would then you're just you're eating that level of food, but to you it's just McDonald's. It's like, oh yeah, that's where I go for lunch. I go to Love Madison. Yeah. See, of I course think, it's the best food in the world. Yeah. I think when you when you get when you see like a real wealthy person that's got to figure it out, their McDonald's is McDonald's. They're like, I go to Love Madison Park, but you know you can't beat? Freaking quarter pounder. Yeah. I mean, QPC man. QPC. You, you know who eats a ton of McDonald's? This is true. Donald Trump. And you know why? Because he was afraid he was gonna get poisoned. So on the campaign trail, he would send Slam cars McDonald's? through to go get McDonald's. What are his orders? Big McDonald's? 17 filet of fish and 16 Big, Big Macs. The, um, I don't know what he eats. The uh, I mean, hopefully a quarter pounder because that is their best sandwich. It's great. Whoa. I'm whoa, just whoa. Mine's double cheeseburger. Whoa. Big Big Mac. All the way. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I got different categories for all those. It depends on what you want. But the, the last time I did eat a Big Mac... I felt like I had needles in my stomach. Oh yeah, it, McDonald's it, it wrecks me. It's, me. It's delicious, but it wrecks you for I a remember, couple days. I feel yeah. like I ate McDonald's more like in college, and then I moved here right after college. And I very specifically remember like walking out of McDonald's with 
with like a bag and just being like just feeling like feeling people be like ugh McDonald's and I remember being like I don't go there anymore more from the shame but of, do you remember uh, one uh, night when you and I were out and you made a Lyft driver go through a drive through yeah okay how many I just, how how many, yeah how many, <laughs> I mean how many of our listeners started this podcast being like I can't wait to hear about the uh, review we gotta of, we gotta get back on two. okay let's and go to the next let's go to the next place because we're okay. just I will I will say this 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 has to do with it somebody put the um. You know, you think that they're so arrogant on here and they can't live with the people? Guess what? In season two, oh, this is, never mind. This is different. They go to Starbucks, though. On this list, they go. That's In season what, two, they go to Starbucks? No, Not season on this, two. I know. It was it was the one below it. I got mixed up. But they um, go to Starbucks, which is okay. basically the McDonald's of coffee. Yeah, but yeah. back then it wasn't. We got to do the 20 year cool? thing. Back then it was, it was yeah, because it wasn't everywhere. Oh, you're, we're talking like 2000, 18 years ago. Starbucks was in a lot of places, but it wasn't like there weren't 17 Starbucks within two blocks. Mm. Yeah, I the remember star, Starbucks star- like pushing a lot of their advertising in movies and TV shows. Yeah, the Starbucksization like was like huge. I feel like the Starbucksization, ha- well, probably, I guess it was happening like around then, but it wasn't like. It wasn't what it is now. There was no, I don't know if the Venti existed at that point. Is it's that like, the extra big one? That's like the Vex, well, the Trenta is the extra big one. The Trenta is it's what you get for your last meal. It is funny. If you could show before you get rich and kill yourself, you, you get one, you get one Trenta, you get one Trenta Frappuccino. Frappuccino. That's it. You drink it and then you die. What would be the, what, where would they go for coffee now? Um, like probably like a local like spot. That's really New good. York. Yeah. Either that or like, like, Joe, the art of coffee. Duncan. Toby's estate. Duncan. No, they wouldn't go to Duncan. Maybe um, maybe if they were like taking a trip somewhere and you need to get something quick. But I'd yeah. be a fight with between Steve and Miranda. Ooh. Miranda, just go to Duncan. No, Let's I don't like it. to go to Duncan. It's a Boston place. <laughs> <laughs> I think you I think Miranda would want to go to Duncan though. And Steve would want something nicer. I could see him being a little bit of a coffee snob. Who, Steve? No. Steve, yeah. I do feel like Steve would probably... I feel like he'd have like a local New York roaster. Like, yes. you yeah. gotta go to D'Amico Coffee. Yeah, it's out of Carroll Puerto, Gardens. Puerto Rican coffee yeah, roasters. Puerto, Rican, Empire. Puerto Rico, come on. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like yeah. one of those. Oh, Puerto Rico is amazing. It's insane. It, Bleecker Street, right? Yeah. yeah. If you guys ever... Got a bunch of tea any in listeners there. are in, in, in New coffee. York, go check out Puerto Rico coffee roasters. It's, the oldest, it's in the village. It's the oldest coffee place... Did not know that. Oldest place to buy beans in New York. Did not know that. Over 100 years old. Wow. Wow. It's real, real, real It's good. legit. It's great. Um, I just looked up the 2018 list of restaurants and I was wrong. That dude, the guy that like lives in the woods or whatever, he's not on there anymore. But 11 Madison is still number you know four why? on the he list. You got real rich? He killed Works himself. One through three. <laughs> one through three. Okay, so. Let's go. One through three. I the think fir- this is relevant f- to Sex and the City. I think they, it is because Eleven Madison's on there and Carrie and Big Eight there. Yeah. So number, see if number they go one, to these other places. Number one is Osteria, Fran- uh, Osteria Francescana, Francescana, Italy, in, in France, Mo- Modena, Italy, Italy. Modena, okay. pl- the birthplace. I believe it's the birthplace of balsamic vinegar. Interesting. Italy and Japan have the, like the most Michelin stars, right? I, I believe think so. so. Yeah. This, well, actually, strangely, Spain has a lot too. Okay. Um, El Cellar de Canroca. El Teller de Canroca. I'm terrible at pronouncing things. That's in uh, Girona, Spain. Okay. Number three is uh, Mirazur, which is in Monton, France, which is right by Monaco. Okay. Um, and then number four is 11 Madison Park. All and right. Any other New York that, places on there? Huh? Any other New York places on there? Uh, let's look. Uh, there's two places in Peru, France, Spain, Spain, Mexico, in okay. Mexico City. Uh, Blue Hill Stone Barns. I want to go there really bad. Number 12. That's the place upstate. 
Yeah. It's like in Westchester. Uh, yeah. You know Blue Hill Stone Barns? No. Uh, Blue Hill Stone Barns? <laughs> you don't know Blue Hill Stone Barns? <laughs> Is that a guy's name? Are you, you serious? That's what we talked about before. It's basically this place where you go. It's like a... Everything's fresh. Um... I would season, hope so. Season, if you're on a top 10 seasonal list menu. Be, it's supposed to be seasonal incredible. Menu. It's supposed to be really, really great. Yeah, I right. really want to go. I had a friend get engaged there one time. Yes, they actually have. A, there is a Blue Hill Stone Barns in the city, but it's you have to go not, to the one at the you barn. Go to the one yeah. Up there. Um, the other there's a place in Moscow. Uh, Whoa. A place in Tokyo. I feel like it's sad if New York City only has one on there. Uh, What's Perudo uh, in the Cosme. New York? Uh, or yeah, Cosme. New, New York, York lost a bunch of their mission stars. Oh, that's New or York. Like their three star restaurants. Uh, Laberna Den. I, Laberna Den's on. I there. think San Francisco passed us in Michelin three stars. I think yeah. Laberna Den. They go there on on there at some point. Laberna Den. Uh, they are. They already have. Where is oh oh you mean in Texas in the city? I thought where's you were on the Club list. Chaos on that list? Is it on there? Oh, Septime in Paris, France. Ba- Ooh. Did is we go Balzac there? on there? Club Chaos. Balzac was the top restaurant. See, I feel like. Balzac was more. That's the only New York one. It was real exciting and hot, but I don't feel like it. All those are like more fine dining. That it's like there's not big hordes of people like banging down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's more just like come on down to Balzac, guys. I kind of we've never done this on a podcast before, and I feel bad for doing this. I gotta go to the bathroom. I do too. We're gonna break. We're gonna break. Well, we're just gonna press pause. Well, oh, okay. One of us okay. Be. Okay. Well, or John and I will keep on talking while you go. Do you to the do that? Do you just go to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. You guys we'll, keep talking. I'm gonna go we'll to the bathroom. Together. So you, he's gonna go to the bathroom. We're gonna keep going. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's start. Um, Corey, keep the door open so you can hear what we're what we're chatting about. <laughs> um, so let's go through and review some of our most favorite and least favorite episodes. Okay. Um. I remember specifically that my most favorite episode was the cast system. I believe it's season two, episode 10, where okay. uh, the little blurb here, Charlotte uh, has a fling with a movie star. Miranda breaks up uh, with her bartending bow. Um, and episode 10, episode 10. I believe that's I gave what, that a 4.0. I believe I gave it a 4.2. Okay. I love that episode. Um, that was the episode in which uh, Cynthia Nixon and and uh, Miranda and Steve had the really really great scene where he is trying to uh, buy the suit and she wants to buy it for him and he doesn't want the suit. That's where he breaks up with her and they break up and it was it was just I think it was the the most well acted scene in the show thus far. Mm. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, and, it was great. Yeah, I think that I think we liked the emotion. Yeah. And uh, and they sort of pull you in. I guess now we know that. I th- I think I knew that they're gonna end up back together for sure because they didn't have any reason to break up. But I definitely was like, oh man, like they bring this guy in that you really like, and then they just take him away, just like he's a regular old Tim- Timothy Oliphant. Right. <laughs> um. And then my least favorite episode, and I was talking to my wife about this over lunch the other day because she heard it. She heard the podcast. I was like, I have a feeling you're just going to dislike all the episodes that I like. That's not intentional, but uh, it has happened so far. My least favorite episode this season was Hamptons. 20-somethings. 20, 20 yeah. Hamptons. Man, the Hamptons. I'm so crazy. 20-somethings versus 30-somethings. I, I yeah. forgot the Cosmo rating I gave it, but it was like a low... It was like a low in the one. It was you, 1.25. I think you gave... Yeah, 1.25. Um, you And we were talking about this before. Why did you give it such a low rating? I gave it such a low rating because it just didn't, it didn't feel like 
the show that I'm used to watching. And I don't know how to really elaborate on that more than just it, it felt a lot different. I didn't care about a lot of the storylines. Like, I didn't care about Charlotte's storyline where she got the crabs. I didn't care about Carrie's storyline where she had that young writer. I didn't care about, like, I, I wasn't invested in any of the the, the side storylines. Mm-hmm. And... However, it did redeem itself in a little bit at the end when we first met Natalia. And yeah. that's her name, Natasha? <clears throat> Natasha. Natasha. Um, I thought that was really great. Uh, I literally sucked the air out of me when, I, when, when Carrie and Big saw each other for the first time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was just, it was a really great scene. Um, so I was probably a little bit too hard on that episode, but it sticks out in this season as being the episode I liked the, the least. least. But... A lot of people love that episode. My wife, for instance, loves it. You guys loved it. So, what, Corey, what were some of your favorite episodes uh, and least favorite episodes? Favorite epi- I mean, I favorite episodes. I, well, least favorite episode was the one where it is, um, what is it called? It's the one where they go to the wedding and Carrie has to write a poem and Charlotte has like the super fast relationship with the dude where it's like she meets him they go upstairs they try to sleep together she meets his parents oh yeah and the dad grabs her ass yes like that episode I don't know why I didn't like that I gave it a 1.75 okay and I don't know why I didn't love that episode, but I just, I, I felt like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like it had a lot of, it was called the chicken dance. Yes. And, um, it was season two, episode seven. John, you didn't like that either. 2.0. I gave it a 2.5. I don't think any of us liked it. I think there was just something where like, it, you know what part of it is? And I wonder if this is like what you felt about the Hamptons episode, even though I really liked that one. Um, they were all at the wedding and I feel like sometimes when they don't break up their storylines individually and they're all like, we're all doing this thing. Yeah. It kind of suffers a little bit Interesting. At least in our, in, in our opinion where you're like, Oh, they're all at, they're all at one place. They're right, all experiencing right. one thing around the table, as opposed to they all have storylines and they come together in the chat and choose yes. the Socratic dialogues. Yes. And then it's you like, you know who liked that episode? Yeah. Jennifer Cation Armstrong, our guest gave it a 3.5 on which one? The one that you gave Chicken a Chicken Dance? Yeah. She wasn't our guest for that episode. Episode... Oh, it's seven. Sorry. I was looking at the wrong I bet one. you feel like a knucklehead she, she, right now. Yeah, maybe she you liked it. You did like that guest? Rebecca Malisic. Yeah, who uh, you still can't pronounce yeah. her name. Good job. What is it? Malisic. <laughs> you, you, you brought her on, and then you tried to introduce... You still, hey, Rebecca. Tell sorry, Rebecca. sorry I, can, I can have a good friendship with someone who it's a little hard to pronounce her name. <laughs> I don't let that get in the way. Says Kevin James Doily over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kyle James Doyle, but she didn't. I mean, she isn't a, a fan of the show. That was her only she, show. She, she watches the show along with us. Yeah, she'd only watch as many episodes as we'd. I don't know. It just it was one of those ones that was like that was an episode. It's mm-hmm. one of those weeks where you're like that was fine. So I don't know. I I um, was there like some weird like slow mo stuff in there too uh, that we like talked about. I don't. That's not the one where she like walks up into the air, no. is it? But I, I do think you bring a good point. It is an interesting show because all four of them are such big entertaining personalities that when they are in one place together, if they're not chatting, chewing, it does seem like a little bit much, too much of a good thing, too much of a good thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You almost need a a big city like New York for them all to kind of be in their separate spots doing their own thing. 
Yeah. So that's that's maybe that's maybe that is it's also what just, I didn't like about them in the Hamptons. The Hamptons too small to contain them. Yeah. It's also just like character development. I feel like you know, like you get to see more character development when they're doing different things. Yeah, because um, when they're all together, there's it's not. Uh, yeah, it's it's more gonna be like something wacky happens rather than like. I guess that I like that storyline with Charlotte. Oh, um, with the guy in that episode, but but also we didn't quite we it didn't it didn't play quite realistic. I remember Corey. What was your favorite episode this season? I'm trying to think. I really the one that you hated. I really liked twenty something versus thirty. I really like twenty something versus thirty something. I gave it a. I think I gave it a a four. Okay. Um, <laughs> the one before that, I think I gave it like a three. I gave one a lower thing, and you were like, "You're an idiot." You're I think so that was wrong. the one. I think that was the one after it. Um. Oh yes, it is. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. I think that's the. Uh, maybe I gave that a three point two five. I don't remember, but um, yeah, I like that one. What was episode ten? What was uh, season two episode ten? Uh, that was the cast system. Yeah, that was my favorite. I liked that one. I really yeah. liked that one a lot. Um, and uh, and that was that was is we all loved that one. That was really fun. That was a really cool and that was marie was our guest and that was the first time we heard the steve talk song that we introduced this season so good um but uh shout out to sc for producing that with us and uh but i th- i feel like i liked that one i thought that was a super fun episode the cast system one um so i don't know i think i think it's either that one or um or 20 something girls yeah yeah I gave Kevin? I gave twenty something girls four point two five. Jeez, that, so that was our most controversial that. episode. That was yeah. our most controversial. Yeah. episode. I need to rewatch that one. Do you guys want to do a rewatch together? Sure. Of that episode. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. I'll give it a redo. We. Uh, I think that was a bit of a flex because I've I've given a bunch of four point Um, I remember the one of my favorites. I would definitely say was. Uh, episode three, episode four, which was uh, they shoot single people, don't they? Yeah, and uh, I think that what happened in that episode? They shot a bunch of single people. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was very violent. It was they just um, rounded them up and killed them all. That's the one it's that uh, squad. <laughs> uh, Felicia Pollock was on. Yeah, the Sex and the City trivia person with us, and she knew like every Felicia knows like everything. My least favorite. I'll say that my least favorite statistically was the freak show. Yep. Yeah. The freak show was interesting. I almost watched the greatest showman last night, which oh. I, I've never seen that movie, but the same writer of the freak show yeah. wrote the greatest showman. Yeah. Jenny Bix, Jenny Bix. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the freak show the freak show, I felt like was very strong thematically, but it was almost like too strong. It was like hitting you over well, the head. It was still early I on. Remember, I still liked like, that one. There was what? I liked it because yeah. I liked how strong it was thematically, but it was you, a little like, Still didn't take itself too seriously. I right, think. right. I think that was before it turned. It was like, well, let's do an episode about freaks. Whereas, Who's the love interest in that one for Carrie? Is that that's not uh, Ben? Oh no, it's it's the guy with the Tweety Bird tattoo. That's Freak Show. Oh, okay. and that's the Mister Pussy episode. Oh, okay, and that's like, and yes. then and Carrie finds out she's the freak because yes. she's going through. Is is his name Ben? It's just, that's the, what it says. Yeah, and, and I remember Jackie, our guest, said that he was a freak because he played soccer in jeans. Because <laughs> he left to play soccer wearing jeans. Um, yeah, they. I think with that, it's kind of what everybody said, but it's sort of like 
it's sort of when a show takes on a life of its own. Mm -hmm. You spend all this time being like, I bet Darren Star was spending all this time being like, just to show about how crazy it is to date in New York. And it's like, that's great. Mm -hmm. Make that show. And then they make the show. And it's like, isn't it crazy? There's all these stories. And then any show that it it gets to a point where you run out of that. Because it's like, yeah, that's plenty. Like 24 episodes where you just like, or 20 episodes where it's like, oh, you just talk about all the crazy dating stories you had. Mm -hmm. Then you get to a point where everyone's like, this is great. Who are these real people? Mm -hmm. What if they if they did another few seasons of just like oh my gosh and then guess what his dick fell off mm-hmm. it'd be like oh we've seen that and so i do think this is still at that point where it's still entertaining it was the 15th episode total 15th or 16th but it was still like oh yeah we haven't done an episode about all the freaky people that you meet and that's still fun but i i could feel myself wanting wanting more yeah, and now they started to give us some more you know oh yes and, and I was wrong earlier. Season two is not when they won best uh, best comedy. It's season three they won best uh, comedy. Okay, Strap and that's in. when a bunch of people have said like that's when it's like. So yeah, it's we, season two is ramping up, and season three is when it's just gonna get crazy. Yeah, hey, so, I'm so excited. I have a question for you guys. Yes. Um, and uh, okay, season two, barring Steve. Yeah. Take Steve out of it. Yep. He's not my favorite character. You assumed that. I wasn't even going to ask that question. You okay. assumed what I was going to ask. Yeah. Don't attack me. Okay, so um, uh, season two, barring Steve, yep. uh, who was your favorite guest star? And I can start if you guys want to think. But who's your favorite guest star? It could be it could be a person that becomes a part of the show long term, sure, or sure. it could just be a one episode person. So I know who mine is. If you want me to go, yeah, go ahead. You guys Let me think, think about this for a second. Mine's John Slattery when he comes in as the guy, the comptroller guy. Okay, that she meets in yeah. uh, Staten Island. Oh wait, no. Is that is that season three? I think that's the, damn it. That's the first episode of season Shoot, three, which is. we have recorded. Which we have. <laughs> well, maybe let's cut this part out, or maybe let's leave it in because life is about mistakes. And yes, you weave it in. That's what I learned right in now. And class. I think that's the episode that I corrected you on. Oh, I think it is. Which wait, is what funny. do you mean you we're corrected all, me on? Where you gave it a lower rating than I thought. It should oh, get. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, shoot, guys. Spoiler alert: We've maybe have already recorded something. Um, <laughs> well, we recorded. We're just three humans, guys. Oh, man, yeah. I just told my kids that there's not a Santa Claus. Oh, jeez. <laughs> also, if any of my Wait, kids are listening to this episode, there is a Santa Claus. There is a Santa Claus. <laughs> I have so many kids. Okay. Well, then. Well, then that makes me think about who. I. So I have now mine I have to start the conversation. The yeah. Huh? Go ahead. Yeah. Go for it. Mine. I would say one of the more impressive, like. It's probably on the list of most successful person who just had a quick hello was Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah. Mm, like Bradley yeah. Cooper, yeah. like to think of him being on the show, having a smaller role, and now he's directing one of the biggest movies of the year. Yeah. Like that is obviously John Slattery, that's that's huge. He was sure. Roger on Mad Men. That's a big one. They have a bunch of big ones. Like Timothy Timothy Oliphant was yeah, ended yeah, up being yeah. on Deadwood and Justified and right. like but it's like Bradley Cooper is like in the freaking stratosphere right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, he has been for a couple of years. He has, he has been, been for a while. And yeah. yeah. And like even now, even to the next level, he was so good on wedding crashers. Mm-hmm. So I guess he wouldn't be my favorite guest star, guest star, but that is one of the, that's one of the cool things to go back and see, man, there were so many, he was probably at the actor's studio. Cause that's where he went to school. Mm-hmm. He's probably still like maybe just out of school. Then I don't even know if he had done, when did wet hot American summer come out? 
He had, yeah, I think he had done Wet Hot then. Okay. I think Wet Hot came out in late nineties. I think. So I guess just like as a, um, what is it? A time, a time capsule of like, wow, 20 years from now, this dude is going to direct and star in like this massive Oscar buzz type movie. Right. Is, is just interesting. Uh, part of the show. Well, it's also interesting because you think there's so many people like that in, in that show. Wet Hot came out in 2001. So I guess Wet Hot hadn't come out. Although by the time he did his episode, I'm not sure. No, he, he definitely, I mean, it definitely hadn't come out. So this was 1999. Um, yeah. So I think he may have still been like in school now, just going out, going on auditions and stuff. So that's, I just think that's, that's pretty cool to see how, how far he's come. We're proud of you, Bradley. Good job, Bradley. Bradley. Listen. Thanks for list. Thanks for being a faithful listener, I Bradley. Like, I like uh, I like the old man that that Samantha hooks up with the, with the butt double. Just the old man ass. I like that guy. Don't know his name. Don't know if he's ever been in anything else, but he was impressive. I mean, this is a little dark, but odds odds that he's still alive. Oh geez, come on. Why? Because he's a, a rich person. <laughs> yeah, he killed himself. Because he's eighty. He had old man ass. That's the first that sign that you're gonna his, die. Soon. It was a butt double. He could be ninety eight. Okay. Um, it was a butt double, dude. Yeah, I I would say yeah, he was good. Also, who was the guy? Justin Thoreau came in second time around as a different character, which never happens in it. Oh, you know what? I'll say this: Valerie Harper was one of my favorite guest stars. Oh, she was man, great. That episode was so good. That was the weird family with Justin Thoreau. What was that episode called? Because I feel like called when I think shortcomings. About, shortcomings. What episode was that? What it, number? It was when the one we have with Greg Young. It was uh. It was episode 15, season two, oh, episode 15 with Greg Young. We need to go back in um, that, that to me, I don't remember what I gave that, but man, I oh. feel like that was one of my favorite episodes. For I sure. know who my favorite one was now who, that we're, now that it? I took us on Dean Winters, uh, who plays mayhem in the commercial. Remember when he, he oh, was yeah. Yeah. the fuck buddy episode where he was like the dumb guy and yeah. she was like telling him all the stories and he never would, he would like never remember oh, yeah. anything. He was great. Yeah. He I liked great. him a lot. Yeah. He was, I think he was my favorite one. Cause he's like, he was so funny. I yeah. liked him and, and another person that's not famous. I really liked, um, the d- dude who was the alcoholic. Oh yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> that was so insane. Yeah, a lot of good, lot of good, lot of good guys, a lot of good characters, a lot of great episodes. Uh, overall, I was very impressed with season two. As as uh, it was great. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have one? I said the old man. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, he yeah. brought it to a dark place instead of celebrating his <laughs> acting career. I will say I don't know who the casting director is on this, but you we can find that. It out. is a special talent. To have as many memorable one-off people in this. That, oh, oh my gosh, yes. Don't come off that it's like, man, I could... All these people that you're like, man, I could see a whole season arc with these people. I It's oh, pretty Carrie impressive. Carrie Barden from Barden Schnee Casting. Okay. Oh, Does she do all Schnee. the HBO shows? Uh, first of all, Carrie's a man. Who is? Carrie. Oh. K-E-R-R-Y. Carrie Barden of Barden oh, okay. Schnee Casting. I got you. Um, I don't know if he does all the HBO shows or not. Let me let me look. Keep, keep I talking. Just, I think uh, that's an Winter's impressive, Bone? impressive element to the show. Oh yeah. Um, all all the all the guys like and, and and when people talk about the show, that's how they refer to it. They're like, oh, you know, the the alcoholic or uh, Mr. Yankee. Like you remember specifically yeah. the different guys that they're hooking up with, and and you're right. It's it's a testament to how good of job they do casting them. And the fact that all these people end up going on, so many of them to go on to successful careers kind of it's 
the proof the proof is in the season twoing mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a proof is in the pudding pun mm-hmm. it, was, um, it was fantastic all right so i don't, I don't we, know if he casted the whole show but he definitely did some casting on season two so what are we looking forward to to season three and then uh we got to go to tortilla flats and get a mark well there's no way that they all take the staten island ferry i know that <laughs> for sure doesn't happen in season three i, I know john flattery see, doesn't I'd, show i would up. love john to see flattery for sure doesn't show up i don't think up. he's in it no i would love it if he did <laughs> i'm so sorry guys i'm just excited to see um like like I think we we saw at the end of the, the last episode, Carrie's kind of free. Mm-hmm. She's at least for right now, she's free of Mr. Big. I can't wait to see uh what happens with that. See if she meets someone, if she finds someone, if she finds someone that she can be tame with or someone that tames her or whatever that yeah, kind another of multi show arc that is not that is yes. not just that's not yeah. big. I'm excited to see someone other than Big and her kind of be like you said, multi-show. Because since since I just know what happens in the movie, like I know the plot of that, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see whenever that happens, when they do get back together, what what doesn't work out with other people and right. therefore what makes her later, a few years later, work out with him. Yeah. I want to see more with Natasha because we've heard that she comes back a yeah. lot more and she's heartless. So I, I like wanna Natasha see, so far. She's, she's been fine. She seems smart. Um, I want to, I want to see more with her. I also want to see Charlotte get some, like, get some, some crabs. More, yeah. I want to get more stationary, crabs. Some nice stationery. I want to see her write a letter to her doctor on stationery about her crabs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see her. I know that she has a couple longer term relationships. I'm ready to see some, uh, some depth with her. Yeah. I'm ready to see less, less Steve and more. I don't know. I know. I know. I know. I know something happens. Are you just saying that to get my goat? No, I'll remember, say that. I just that? know that there's. I, I don't want to say a spoiler. I just I happened upon it, and I know that there is. Don't some... spoil anything, man. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> John. That was. Don't spoil anything, man. Come on. Can I just say something? <laughs> no. Is yeah. It a spo- well, sure. No. Is there, it a spoiler? There I, is. It's fine if our guests spoil stuff. I don't want you to spoil stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't point. know what happens. All I know is well, that. What are, are you? Uh, what are you doing? What are you about to do? Yeah. What are you? I'm about to say something that I think might happen. Is it? Does is it, it happen? Do you, do know, you know it happens? happens? No. I just. I just. I just pieced together something that I think happens. I feel like what no. you're about to do. I feel like what you're about to do is when someone's like, no, it's not. It's, it's like, just, I know who won the game and it's like, I, I don't know. I just think that someone hits a really important shot with one second left. Yeah. And then you're like, well, then does that and mean like, they, I don't like, know you might not actually be telling me, but the way you're telling me and how you're telling me is spoiling something in itself. You know, what? does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. It's information that I didn't go out and search out. It happened upon me, and I don't know how or who or what happened. So it's a spoiler. Yes, that's what I said. That's not we, what you we, said. We you said just, you just I asked if I wanted to spoil it or not. No, you just... you realize what just happened? I don't, you just I, said, you're I saying, won't say a spoiler. No, and you're then, just acting like I know what it is. I'm saying I don't know what it is. I don't know okay, what it say is. It. Say it. Say well, it. I think there's infidelity in their relationship, and I don't know when or how it happens. It's just what someone said. So someone, I think, in that relationship. Which relationship? Steve and Miranda. Okay. Oh, my goodness. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know how it happened. It was just someone that was like, that was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, there's like a thing there. I won't. It's. 
dramatic. So that's all I know. I don't. I'm excited to find uh, out when that happens. I do like how, how big of deal we made it. Like when Kevin was the one spoiling, but when our guests are on, we're like, no, nah, you can spoil anything. It's not a <laughs> deal. Well, I did think both that was... you and I, Corey, were very upset. Yeah, we were at Kevin. We were giving because you, you thought giving I, you... I don't. I don't. That's all I know. And maybe you guys are like Kevin's totally off. As I have no idea. This, or I maybe you know. know that it happened, but I I don't know. And I do wonder if something does happen. If they're gonna wait another five or six episodes, and they're like, we need to spice up Stephen Miranda because we mm-hmm. got to keep the push and pull going. But I have a feeling there's some some infidelity that happens, and I don't know how or when mm-hmm. it could happen upon us at any time. There are things that I know that I've seen <laughs> that I've seen other episodes. Like basic about. algebra. Yeah, I know things. <laughs> you, know some, you know how to make a cup of coffee. I know how to dice an onion. Yeah, there are some things I know too. But there are some things that I know. That I have withheld. Thank you, Corey. You're welcome. See how that's done, Kevin. <laughs> I, I don't care. I ask. I don't care. I'll ruin. I'll ruin it right now. Guess what? It gets canceled after season six, and there's uh, two movies. Did it, get, <laughs> the second one did, it get, did it get canceled, or did they end it themselves? Have you seen that Larry King Seinfeld interview? No. Oh, I'll show it to you after. All um, right. All right. We're, guys, we're, we're, uh, well, here, we need to talk about this real quick. Yeah. We're over time. Okay. But you know what? It's good that we're over time because this is our last episode of season two. Yeah. And, um, we're, we're not coming back the week right after this. Right. We're, we're gonna, so. We, we got some cool things cooking up for season three. We're yep. getting some good guests. Barb Dillman is on the hunt. Barb. We got some cool things happening, but we're going to take uh, a few weeks off. Not a super long time, but a few weeks off yep. uh, to go back and listen to old episodes. We might be able to hit you with some cool stuff in the meantime, but we are really cooking up some cool things for season three. So we're not coming back directly next week. Yes. But guess what? We'll be back November 14th, I believe. And guess what's then? You we're, tell dr- me. we're drawing a name. That's when we're drawing a name. Out of so that's our be our, our celebration. November fourteenth. So, so we'll be back November fourteenth. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we'll we'll uh, we'll bring one of you guys to uh, one woman sex in the city, city with us. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, guys. As always, you the listeners get five cosmos. You get Absolutely. five cosmos. You can't drive home after them. And no. if you want to hop on and give us a rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. We have the most of any Sex and the City podcast right now. We're almost at one fifty. Yeah, we'll throw us a few five stars. We love you. We love you, you so guys. much. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and also call us and leave us a voicemail. Yes, we'll you can us. even text us something at the number. The numbers on our, the numbers on our our uh, Twitter and our um, Instagram. But you can call us and leave us a VM. Mm-hmm. Or text us a TM, a text yes. message. We love hearing from you all. Let's go get a Marg. We're right. going to go to Tortilla Flats and get a Marg. Bye. 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 The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>